the business savvy singer. Hey there. And welcome to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by theprivatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need. And Greta Pope Entertainment for the finest in entertainment. Welcome to season two of the Business Savvy Singer podcast. This season, not only will we be hearing from singers, we will also be hearing from professionals providing support services to singers. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. Today, I have a lovely woman with me her name is Sarah Purser Bohorquez. Um, I am so excited to have her. Uh, about a month or two ago, I had the pleasure of working with her wonderful husband, who is the great Marco Bohorquez. He's a wonderful bassist and just a fabulous guy. So I, I'm happy to have this opportunity to chat with Sarah today. Sarah, how are you today? I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, good. I'm so glad that you're here. This is exciting. You do so many, you and Marco do so many wonderful musical things in the Orlando area. So it's very nice to... We're uh, pretty busy. Yeah, you're pretty busy. That's a good problem to have. It is. <laughs> so I know that you are involved with Opera Orlando. You're involved with Orlando Sings. You are a voice uh-huh. teacher, you're moving into arts administration, and you also are a yoga instructor and you do wellness for singers. So let's start with Opera Orlando and fill us in on, on that and tell us a little bit about how you got to the point of being involved with Opera Orlando. How did you start singing? Were you a kid? Were you in college? Do you have another instrument? Give us, tell us it all. Well, um, let's go back in history to, uh, I guess it was like 2000, 2001, and I had just moved to Orlando. Um, I actually came here to go to UCF to study music education um, with David Bruner, who um, was my choral conductor. And um, so I, I, I moved to Orlando and I was living up by UCF and I didn't realize like what the city had to offer until one day I saw a flyer, a poster up in the music hallway that was, um, it said, you know, auditions for Orlando Opera. Um, so I was like, well, let's go audition. So I grabbed my friend, Jim, and um, we went downtown and we sang for the auditions for the opera chorus. And I was like 19 and didn't really, you know, I mean, I knew I knew classical music and I knew opera because I'd been around it, but I'd never really ventured into that, that specific genre. Um, but I fell in love very quickly. Wow. So I was cast in my first opera in the chorus uh, oh. for Magic Flute. And I was sold. 
I Wonderful. just thought it was the coolest thing. So I started singing with the opera chorus um, and I f- finished my degree in music education, but continued singing with the chorus and continued studying voice and became more interested um, really in, in, in voice and, and singing. Um, and so, um, so yeah, so I ended up going back and getting my master's degree and um, focusing more on vocal performance, Wonderful. started teaching more voice. And then, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, Orlando Opera ended up folding. And so there was, you know, a little time there where we weren't really sure what opera was going to look like in Orlando. Um, And Florida Opera Theater came in and sort of helped to kind of continue the tradition. And the Orlando Philharmonic um, did some productions that were operatic in nature. Um, But it wasn't until Opera Orlando came on the scene about six years ago, that really opera came back, like, you know, with vengeance. Wow, that's great. Yeah, so, so um, you know, when Opera Orlando came into existence, uh, Gabriel Pricer, who is our uh, general director, was also involved from the very beginning, and he sort of looped me in. Um, so I was involved from the very beginning with some of the educational, um, on, on the educational side, helping nice. with our youth company. Um, I sang as a studio artist with the opera company for a couple seasons and um, through my involvement with the studio artist program as a singer, um, I ended up taking on the role of studio artist program director. So now, yeah, it's really exciting. So our studio artist program has grown a lot. I mean, the whole company has grown exponentially in its really short existence. I'm really proud of the company. Um, but you know, it's really nice to be able to sort of marry my, my passion for music education and mm-hmm. teaching and my love of singing, um, That's wonderful. and opera in this, this job. Yeah. It's, it's really, I feel very lucky. Yes. Um, that is perfect. So it really, I feel, yeah, it's very, very, very lucky. Um, and our, our studio artist program has grown so much. So this season we have four fabulous singers from um, all parts of the United States wow. who um, are fantastic, who they come here for the season and we have programming for them, you know, training program. But they also get opportunities to sing, wow. you know, main stage roles and, and things like that. So I'm involved in that. And I was actually just named education director for the company. So I'm expanding my, my role over there as well. Bravo. So That's fantastic. <laughs> yes, that is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I, I actually was a school teacher. I taught um, I taught high school choir and music theory for years, like sixteen years. Mm-hmm. And just this year, I left my my job teaching high school um, to really focus more um, on my job uh, with the opera and also with Orlando Sings, like you mentioned. Before, That's so. fantastic! Wow. So you know, there are so many interesting things going on in the Central Florida area. So many kind of new uh, yes. things that are are happening, and it's it's just it, it is wonderful, and you are instrumental in making those things happen. It's fantastic. Yeah, you know, it's very I'm very lucky. I... Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> you know, I think we're having a little bit of a lag here for our listeners. We are doing this interview on Zoom, and I think we're having a little bit of a lag, but it's good. It's good. It's um, okay. Yes, it's okay. You know, it's very interesting that you mentioned that your first uh, opera, performance in an opera, was The Magic Flute. It was also mine. Oh, and I, yes, I played the role of Papagena. 
which in general, oh. that was my, no, the bird lady. <laughs> very, very Such fun. Such a cute role. It's a very cute role. It's a very cute role. Yeah. So now let's move on to Orlando Sings now. So tell us about that. So um, I, I feel so lucky. So I'm a choir nerd, like through and through. <laughs> I would sing in choirs all day, every day, if I could. It's just such a, you know, I, I such a satisfying activity for me. Yeah. Um, and so when um, Andrew Manier, our executive and artistic director, um, when I found out that he was starting this choir or this organization, I knew that I wanted to be involved somehow. So, um, so when I saw the auditions go up, I I was literally the first person to submit my audition. <laughs> he told great. me that later. <laughs> um, and so I, I wanted to be involved as a singer. And then um, a few weeks after that, they had posted a position for a business manager. Um, and what they were looking for was to, um, somebody to just be a full-time employee to help sort of oversee the operations and to kind of get the program or to get the organization you know, moving. Yeah. Um, and so I applied for that position. And I, I think that my experience with the opera company really helps. It helps. Yeah. <laughs> through I'm that sure. process of, you know, kind of learning how a, a nonprofit arts organization right. runs and especially um, specifically how they need to function in the city of Orlando. Yes. And so I've sort of used some of my knowledge and skills that I've acquired at the opera company and brought them over to this new organization. So I kind of split my time between the two. Um, but it's really exciting there. Um, for those of you who don't know what Orlando Sings is, it really is brand new. We've only had two concerts so far. Oh, wow. It's a family, a family. Yeah, it's really, really, really new. new. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have big plans. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a family of choirs. There's a, um, a, a large symphonic chorus with about 75 to 80 members. And that group, we've done um, our first concert. We um, had the Orlando Philharmonic play for us um, it was uh, it was very well attended. Wow! Our second concert featured our small chamber choir. It's called the Solaria Singers, and it's all professional, all paid. Um, and we did two sold out concerts over at Timaqua for the solstice, the the uh, winter solstice, yeah. which is very cool. And we have um, Haydn's Creation on the horizon, um, so that will be happening in March. And um, and then we have a choral festival in May and June, and we'll be actually performing in the new Steinmetz Hall. So I'm just very excited about that. And um, people seem to be interested, you know, people like to, to sing in a choir, you know? Yes. And so people who have sung in choirs before, I think, understand what that kind of magic is about. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's fantastic. Well, we will certainly put your links in our show notes so that people can then go and see when these concerts are and where they are and, and you know, avail themselves of tickets and and so forth. It is, it is so, and it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. And audition. <laughs> yeah. People may want to do it. So that would be fantastic. Wow. So now tell yeah. us about your teaching voice. Um, you have your own studio. Yes. So um, I have a small studio. I'm, I'm kind of busy. <laughs> so I keep my yeah. studio pretty small. Yeah. Um, I'm actually very lucky. I have a relationship with Boone High School. So um, I'm lucky to I, I go into the school and I actually teach students during the school day, the school um, day. over there. They have a fantastic um, choir program and musical theater program. So I have some really amazing students there. Um, and then I, I also teach Outside of there, I'm, I'm lucky to be able to teach out of the opera space. So I teach up at the opera offices. Um, wow. Um, but 
but yeah, um, it's different. You know, I taught, I was the choir director and a classroom teacher for a long time. And then I taught voice at Valencia for a long time. And kind of, I had a baby and moved a little bit away. I, I stopped teaching at Valencia. I moved away from teaching voice. So it's nice to get back into that. Oh yeah. And it's nice to have that teaching outlet, even though I'm, you know, now I'm not in the classroom. Um, but I really love working, especially with high school students. That's sort of, I, I love that age. I spent a lot of time teaching high school. So yeah. Um, it's really nice to work with developing voices and sort of help them figure out their path and yes. um, and also build confidence through singing. Not everybody who takes voice lessons will be a professional singer, and that's you know that's okay. That's or okay. even be a voice major. That's right. But that's it's, right. It's nice to help them find themselves and and yes. find some um, you know discover their voice, uh, their singing voice, but also their their voice. You know, yeah. and um, I think that voice lessons really helps all of all of the above. I think so too, whether a person wants to be a singer. I have several students. One girl wants to be a biomedical engineer, but, but singing is such a great path for her just at this time. You know, she's a junior in high school. Uh, she's been my student, I think, since seventh grade. She loves it. She's singing beautifully, but this is not going to be her career path, but it will be right. the thing that will help her be able to speak in public if she should need yep. to do that as time goes on. So it's, you know, voice lessons are a wonderful, wonderful thing. That's yeah, great. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's nice. I've, I feel very grateful for the students that I have, that they trust me and um, mm -hmm. that they show up every week. And it's, an, it's nice to have those relationships. Yes, it is. It is. So now tell us about your yoga work. <laughs> You are, I tell so, you, you are a Renaissance woman, a woman for all seasons. It's a fantastic thing. <laughs> well, you know, you, part of it is, you know, in the arts, you kind of have to, you have to piece it together sometimes, right. you know, and I'm committed to, to staying in Orlando. You know, my, my, like you said, my husband is here. My family is here. Mm -hmm. um, my husband has a daughter who is, uh, she's a senior in high school. And mm -hmm. so, you know, this is home. And right. so I'm committed to making my home um, the place that I want to live. Yes. So, you know, really trying to contribute to our arts world. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so like you, you said, you brought up yoga. So yoga is something that's always, um, it's been a tool for me, um, to sort of help me not only in my singing, but just in finding balance in all of the things that I want to be involved in. Right. Yes. So, so life is crazy, you know, with the kids mm -hmm. and with the teaching and with the, you know, singing and all the rehearsals and all the, <laughs> It always feels like there's some place to be. Um, and so when I found yoga, it was really a chance for me to be still for, mm -hmm. for once in my, in my, and just in my body and by still, I mean, still in my mind. Yes. Um, so that I could just be in my body and move and, um, and it, something clicked for me when I started practicing yoga and I felt like I had found something that gave back to me, mm -hmm. um, like with in the same capacity that singing does. So when I sing, I feel like there's this like re re resonance, <laughs> you know, or not like literal resonance, yeah. but like it just resonates with this I'm home. Yes. And that's how I feel with yoga. And so, yeah, when I practice yoga, I feel like it makes me a better person because I find my grounding. Yeah. I find a, a way to sort of turn off all the noise. Um, so so that's really why I found it. And then I sort of started noticing that as I was practicing yoga, that my, um, my singing was improving. Wow. <laughs> and so I said, yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with the breath work that's involved in yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the release of tension that's involved in yoga and the focus on grounding and being, um, and being grounded, um, physically 
you know, in your body. So mm-hmm. when we sing, oftentimes, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I, I get, I get nervous or I find, um, like my breath yes. doing weird things. Yes. It gets short <laughs> or whatever. Back. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, you know, it's like your body has natural responses and mm-hmm. it's not always because you're nervous, but you're, you know, you have reactions to being excited and, right. you know, especially in opera when you're, you know, you're doing physical things, uh, along with very demanding, uh, vocal things. Um, I find that those grounding skills, the skills of freedom in my body, freedom in my voice and the practice of, um, releasing my breath and, and, um, yeah, it, it, it just is all, it, it all kind of works together. So I'm really lucky. I get to teach yoga for voice, yoga for singers um, over at the opera, our studio artists. Actually, I'm, I'm doing that after this. That's exactly where I'm going. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, our studio artists practice yoga um, weekly and, and um, yeah, try to make the connection between those physical skills and our singing. Yep. And, and that's such an important thing. You know, we are, our bodies are our instruments. You know, literally. literally. So you've got to yep. take care of it. The the you know the better shape you can be in, the better your results are going to be. Absolutely. hundred Yes. Yep. Yes. Well, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about that you're doing, or any other things going on around the Orlando area that people might want to know about? Well, I guess I did want to mention I um I have a group. Can I plug my group? Of course. <laughs> course. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a group, it's called um, the Helena Collective. And um, we're actually, I know I talked about my love of choir, choral singing, but we're all um, solo singers who love ensemble singing, a group of, um, there's, well, five, sometimes there are six women. Um, and we, uh, we actually, we, the last big thing we did was the 2019 Fringe Festival. We won Ooh. the, the, um, the best of for the musical. And we wow. did a, we did a production of, uh, it was called six of eight, the six wives of Henry the eighth. And um, <laughs> so it's a really great group. And we have sort of taken a little hiatus. We've all sort of like had babies and then the yeah. COVID thing happened and we've just been yeah. kind of going our separate ways. Yeah. Um, but we're trying to get things back together and rolling. So we're looking at um, this summer having Renaissance. And so look for the Helena collective. We'll oh. probably, um, be doing a big concert hopefully um at Timahua which is one of my favorite venues yes. in town the White House and um yeah so the Helena Collective so that check us out. is exciting the Helena Collective we will put a link to that in the show notes so exciting yeah. you are doing so much here in the Orlando area Sarah and it's you know it's wonderful because everybody's able to to benefit from the from the arts that you're bringing to the area I really appreciate that I love this city I think there's so much um there's just so much cultural richness here. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people forget to look a little bit deeper. Um, but even I've lived here for 22 years, yeah, which is wow. a long time. Yeah. But in this the time that I've lived here, I've just seen so much growth in the arts in this community. Absolutely. And I'm um, like I said, this is my home. And so I'm committed to, you know, trying to make it as great as possible. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people who are who are really pushing in that direction and it's it's a nice place to be and it's a nice place to make art. Absolutely. It takes such creative people with initiative, with vision, and all of those things to bring about these wonderful arts organizations. So, brava to you and to all the folks who are, are doing great work in this area. Well, and thank you to you for helping to get the word out and for all of your amazing work as well as a voice teacher and a performer. And 
an thank advocate. You. So and thank you so much for, for having me on and letting absolutely. me talk about the things that I really love. Well, absolutely. Including my really cute husband. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your husband is the best. Nice guy. You know, I was telling you before we started the interview that it's great when, when your husband is your friend and you love him and you like him and you respect him and you admire him. That You can't ask for more than that. That's fantastic. That's how I feel about my husband. It's wonderful. It's a good place to be. Yep. It's a good place to be. You're right. Well, Sarah Purser Bojorquez, thank you so much for being with us today. It has been a real pleasure and I wish you much, much continued success. Thank you so much, Greta. Thank you. Good news. We're partnering. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is delighted to be included in the NatsCast network. NatsCast is the official podcast network of the National Association of Teachers of Singing. It's an honor to be part of this community and have the opportunity to provide encouragement, education, and entertainment to singers everywhere. Singers, have you ever wanted to improve your sight reading skills? Do you want to hear harmonies better and sing them more easily? Would you like to be able to improvise and sing more styles of music? Donovan Mixon's performance ear training can help you with all of these things. Donovan has been a faculty member at Berklee College of Music and is an expert in this field. Doesn't matter where you live. Classes are offered online. Visit donmixon.com. Check out our show notes for more info. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer. Singer.